You're listening to Inward with Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld on the Shefa Podcast Network. Join Rabbi Joey as he guides us through the world and major works of Kabbalah, Hasidic masters, and Jewish philosophy, shedding light on the inner life of the soul. Okay, so Be'ezra Sashem, we're continuing with the introduction to the Zohar Kadosh. Pasach Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon opens up, Ve'amar Bereshes Bara Eloikim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Eloikim created the world. Ha'ikra Isla Istaklebe. So this is a Pasach that we have to look into again, Ta'chazi. We have to look again, we have to look again. This is something that we've looked at already so many times, but we have to look again. Techolman Da'amar Is Eloiha Achra Ishtazi Me'almin. But anybody who comes along and says that there's another God other than the singular God, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is going to be thrown out, removed from the worlds. Kamad Itmar, as the Pasuk in Yumiya says, Like the Pasuk in Yumiya says, and those who come and say that there's someone other than the God of heaven and earth, nevertheless, those other gods did not create heaven and earth. Because in truth, there's no God other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his isolation, in his solitude. And this Pasuk was written in Aramaic. This Pasuk is written in the secret of Targum, which we said is concealed in the darkness of a, a secondary descent away from original language. Targum is what's necessary when I cannot extrapolate based on my own reasoning what the essence of something is, and therefore I'm stuck in the secondary echo of a Targum, which is the Tachlis of Shnayim Bekrava Echa Targum. And what we saw is that Targum and Terdema share the same language, because Targum represents a step below, but in spite of the fact of being one step below, it gives us the ability to try and climb back up from the bottom, Tav, Shin, Reish, Kuf, rather than Lashon HaKodesh, which is Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet. Now, Lashon Targum is Bedar Klausin as a secondary language. It's a, a language that is despised to one degree or another, and the Tzadikim even point out that it may not even be representative of language, rather the pure act of translation. But we also understand that Malachim don't understand the secret of Targum. Malachim can't understand translation. And it's not simply that the Malachim can't understand it, but what the Ramak points out is that the Malachim are disgusted by it. They despise the language of translation because translation represents the human ability, the human capacity to descend down into misunderstanding and mistranslation, which is ultimately why the Zohar Kaddush is written in translation, because the book of the Zohar Kaddush is a book, and the same with Shas, is teaching us the value of translation, because if we had absolute face-to-face -face understanding, there would be no need for translation, it would all be Lashon HaKodesh, like Torah Shabbat and there would be no need for Torah Shabbat human understanding of moving from the bottom back up to the beginning to reveal the doubled capacity of revealing unity in a place of disunity specifically, and therefore Targum, Shnayim Mekarvecha Targum, the secret of Ben Adam. This is the fact that Adam Arishon is Neufel into a Terdema, into the secret of Targum. That's where human experience comes from. 
And so we're going to see that this Pasuk that discusses the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is singularly the unified God and there's no other God that creates Shemayim Va'aretz other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Zohar Kaddish is wondering why this Pasuk is written in Aramaic. The entire, the entire Pasuk, other than the last word. So this Pasuk is Targum, Bar other than the word that's found at the, the the word that's found at the end of the Pasuk, Ela. If you want to tell me that the reason that this Pasuk is written in Targum is because the holy Malachim are not in need of Targum and they don't understand Targum. But that's not a good enough answer because specifically this type of Pasuk is what's needed to be heard by the Malachim. To understand the secret of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's unity in the way that the human being has the capacity to understand it. And therefore this Pasuk it shouldn't be written in Targum, it should be written in Lashon HaKodesh. This Pasuk that affirms the unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that nothing, absolutely nothing, no matter how high of a level of a Giloy it is, ever comes close to the unity or the singularity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything in relationship to the purified singularity of the Rabbanish Shleilam, the absolute necessity of all existence, the Mechuyah HaMetzias, everything else in relationship is considered an Afshari HaMetzias, a possibility, a contingent creature, a Sheker on a certain level, an untrue thing. And Mamela, so obviously this testament that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Echod and and creating Shemaim Va'aretz, so this should be announced loud and clear to the Malachim to hear. But rather, this is specifically the point. This Pasuk that comes to affirm the absolute unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in terms of both his Metzias as well as his Sanhaga, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kodem Kol Nivra and even after Kol Nivra, that's the secret of HaKadosh Baruch Hu being a Yachid in Metzias. It's the Yichud Ilah. And then there's the Yichud Tata, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu being a Yachid in Hanhaga, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu running the Velt as well. But either way you slice it, this is singular to the Rabbi and absolutely nothing else, especially the Malachim, but it's important to realize that even the Malachim, because one might bear the tendency to think that the Malachim have some element of connectivity to that level of Achdus, because there's not stuck in human being form. And therefore, the Zayar Kaddish says, no, this is specifically why we don't want the Malachim to be bothered or angered and become jealous of human beings as a result of the fact that they're being told once again that they're not mu'uchad the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mu'uchad because it's only the human being who has the capacity of fully grasping how how splintered we are and how imperfect we are and how ungodlike we are. And it's only from that place that we then come to grow and develop the capacity to imitate godlike features, so to speak. But it's specifically in our recognition of our of our powerlessness that we're capable of then coming to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the only Achdus that's fundamental to human experience, but the Malachim are not capable of hearing that because they'll be jealous because there's certain Psukim that do include the Malachim in the context of Eloikim in spite of the fact that Eloikim is not the creative Eloikim, not the singular God that has the capacity to create and therefore and not to awaken this jealousy, so to speak, this jealousy of the Malachim. So the Zohar HaKadosh is saying that this Pasuk is written in, in, a, in a silent way, in a Targum way. What we see in the Zohar HaKadosh and, and part of the element of the Zohar HaKadosh in terms of when you're not learning it necessarily up here what the Arizal is saying or what the Sadiqim in particular 
of the Seder Rishtalshalis are saying, but reading it with a dimyon de Kedusha that allows one to read it like a divrei hamedrish that are ma'oyer the neshama to be ma'oyfeif b'shemayim in certain ways that only the Zohar Kadosh has the ability to be ma'oyer. So what you see in the Zohar Kadosh, you see this by other tzaddikim also who lived in a model like the Zohar Kadosh, but there's an, a lot of allowance, imaginative allowance given to what we might deem as the other side of holiness, that which is in opposition to holiness, the element of of the element of Yishma'o, the element of Tzimtzum, of Gvuros, of Dinim, of Eleikim Achirim, of the fact that things can go haywire and things don't necessarily work out the right way. Now, Avada, everything works out the way it needs to work out. Avada, it's Einon Mavado Ah, but we see that there's a, a certain power, a theoretical power that's given over to the Sitra Achra Kav Yachol, that it has the capacity to move beyond its boundaries. So Zot Hal. It's when we know deeply the fact that in the end of the day, all there is is Achtus Yisparach, and that there's absolutely nothing outside of the realm of Achtus Yisparach, then you can begin to allow your imaginative capacity to give viable space to these elements of Sitra Achra, of the Malchira, of, of Shindalit, of Laila, because then when they're not stuck in the, the fearful nature of perhaps these things are as powerful, God forbid, as the Tzad of Or, then a person understands that they're held in abeyance, because this is just a thematic element that the Zohar Kaddish is making room for to take these concepts more seriously in the human psyche because once the imagination is opened up, so then a person has to give space for the fact that the imagination is a mixed bag. And just as the imagination can bring a person to the air of Gan Eden, so too can imagination draw a person into the air of anxiety, the and the air of Laila. And in the Zohar Kadosh, it's specifically there, the human being's capacity to descend down into this place of, of finding a, a sense of safety, even when things are a little bit frightening, or the ability to, to find the secret of Tov Ma'od, or the Maila of being a Ben Adam and not Malach, with the secret of the capacity of relationship and death that are two uniquely powerful elements of human experience. This is what the book of the Zohar is coming to speak about so often. And so we're going to see this language, a poetically beautiful and an evocative language that is more the mind to imagine what it means to, to have Yira, what it means to connect, what it means to imagine, what it means to dream, what it means to allow the, the emotions to be motivated in the process of his Kashrach. In spite of the fact that we're not reading these as real metaphysical elements of talking about demons, Avada, their Meforshim and Sadiqim who speak explicitly about that and 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 that's certainly not what I'm doing. <clears throat> so the Zayar Kaddish continues, Va'arka, Va'arka, the Aramaic word for land, Va'arami Baile. It really should have said Va'ara, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu alone created the the heavens and the earth. Ella begin the Arka Ihu Chadami Inin Sheva Arin Dilatata. But rather, Arka is the name of one of those seven layers of earth those seven experiences, those seven ways of experiencing earth, those seven chambers in which one experiences and encounters the earthliness in this world, those worlds, those seven worlds. Arka is the name of one of those seven worlds, those lower realms. And in that space, it's occupied by the children of Kayin. And once they were pushed away from the face of the earth, like the punishment of Cain, they descended down into that place and they created offspring. 
And what happens there is that those who wander know nothing, and it's a place of nothingness. And it's a doubled land. And there's a splitness between darkness and light. And there are two guardians there. In this land, it's the opposite of the opposite of the Rabbanu Shleilam. It's the opposite of that secret of the fact that it's the opposite of the secret of that fact that all there is. Sorry, it's the opposite of the fact that all there is is Achdus Yisparach. In this place, it appears to be an Arak Fila. It's a, a Tov Anara. It's a Dayan Emes and a Tov Ahmetiv. When in truth, all there is is Or HaOyres. This is the descent away. When a person descends away from the true understanding of this Pasuk of Hashemah Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Achad B'Tachlis HaAchdus and Ein Yachid Ki Yechudo Ve'ein Achdus Ki Achduso and he's Mechuyi HaMetzias and everything else is, is clearly Efshari HaMetzias and Nachshav is a Shekhar as the Rambam says in the beginning of Hilchul Sisoy de and in this place, when a person falls away from unity, Mamela, they find themselves split in this place of Kayan, of the possibility of murder, of the possibility of separation, of the possibility of Kinna and Kinyan, and the desire for acquisition and all of the heaviness that comes with Kayan. There it's an Ara Kefila, it's a doubled space. There's darkness and there's light. They're two separate things, they're not unified. There's Shemayim and Arts. And that there's two gods over there. There's two, not gods, but there's two forces there. There's two imagined forces uh, that that are in control of darkness and light it's truly a split place and there's a battle between the darkness and the light and when kain descended down into there they joined together and they unified as one and these are the offspring of kain those with the two heads the head of darkness and the head of light and these are those with the two heads those two chambers of the mind where i see good and i see bad and i has created deep separation between the two of them. Kitrin Chivin Bar and at that moment, when that light is emergent, there's an overcoming of that town, there's an overcoming of the inhabitants of the town. And at that moment, when Kayan comes down, there's a unity between darkness and light. And they unify back into one. And this one is revealed as two. And these two guardians over the darkness and the light. Those two celestial forces. And they appear like the holy angels who are also in need of learning the secret of the separation between the Achdus of HaKadosh Baruch and the Achdus of anything else. There's Dagin. There's the Achdus of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then there's the Madur of the Malachim, and then there's going to be the Madur of Sitra Achar Vachule, all of the particulars of the Seder Ashtalshalos. And the Achdus of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the only one that's truly Ma'uchad. And just as the Malachim are incapable of hearing this, so too Afrir Vakastimon, in these places of darkness, and these palaces, and these fiendish palaces of darkness, also have to understand that because Klape the Rabbin Shleilim, even the highest Gilu in the world is equal and singularly unified with the lowest gilu in the world because both of them, Ben Lamala Ben Lamata, are insignificant and not considered in the light of the absolute infinitude of Boinish Lalam. Lamala, Lamala, Lamata, Lamata, both are equally nullified in the light of the Achtas of the Rabbanish Lalam. Kad Inun Bachashucha Mishaftan the Dyukna Dinachash when they operate in a stage of 
I'm sorry, at the moment where the darkness and the light in these lower places unify as one, it begins to appear as an Adam. And when they're found themselves stuck in darkness, the Adam descends down into a Nachash, the, the utilization of self for the sake of minimizing and bothering others and taking from others without any consideration for the other. But train ration with the two heads, and they move like a snake and they descend down into the abysmal depths of Istachin Biyamaraba and they find themselves in the depths of the great sea, when they come to descend downwards, the Uzava Azazel and these two elements of darkness, Margizin line and Musasrin line, and they 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 scream and they they gain control and they warn Vinan Medalgin and they go and descend and they jump and they hide into the, the mountains of darkness or the darkening mountains, until and they wait because they're worried that a Kaddish Baruch Muchletes is coming to be Nidon on the period. What I'm understanding from this Zayar Kadosh is that the secret of the Achtas of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the secret of the fact that there's Ein Yochid Ki Yechido and that Adonai Lam Hashem Malach Paterim Kol Yitzin Evlach Yes Nasa V'chev Sokol Azai Malach Shemunakra that in that light even the highest Malachim as well as the lowest elements of the fiendish nature of this world when it gets given a little bit too much permission to appear as if it stands with any sense of absolute self-difference from the Rabbi Nishlaylam Kavyachol when the Sitra Achra is given a leash to run and it appears that it's moving a little bit further than what our minds are conceivably used to, that's a clear sign that it's about to be pulled right back and brought back into the Tchum of Yichud. But this Zayar Kadosh is warning, it's teaching that the secret of the Achdus has to come about by way of Targum. It has to come about only to the human being. And any other type of unity is always going to be split. The Malachim, the fiendish realms of negativity, of the Sitra Achra, all of those elements as they exist in the most sublime ways without any negativity or judgment within ourselves, this Zayar Kaddish is teaching the secret of how ultimately when we adhere to the to the inner call, the Targum call, that silent translational voice of the secret of unity that rests at the heart of all things and how that unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is different than any other possible unity whatsoever and and ultimately all we can grasp is what we can grasp when it comes to the Achtas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. so too we're going to understand how all period in the world is sitting waiting because it's in fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu coming to judge it meaning the Gilui of all Shniyos being Mishapich back into Achtas to be Megalazine on the fact that all there has ever been is the Rabbi Shalom before, during, and after all things. The music is by Zusha. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs>